This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Ica Minority Podcast, episode 75. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Joe Button. And with me is the incomparable, the runaway angel, Lady Godiva. Hello. How's everybody doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I'm a bit emotional, and I don't know why. I just keep crying. Keep crying? Man, I'm, a, I'm emotional too, but I, don't, I ain't doing the crying. I, I'm, I'm emotional for a reason, and that reason almost filled. I was going to start the show with this reason till that person texts me like, yo, you know, I didn't want that. So I'm going to save that person from getting flamed at the top of the show, but we will be talking about what y'all think I'm talking about, because y'all know what I'm talking about, because y'all heard my second name in this, my AKA. But anyway, yo, just, these kids are getting really creative with these edibles. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, yeah, you thought, you thought, see, you thought I was going to start the show off with that shit too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm ease, we got to ease into it. But no, no, seriously, these kids are getting really creative with the edibles. Um, they busted this one dude in Georgia and he had pictures of what he was selling. This man was selling, not only was he selling weed brownies, but he was selling with the weed brownies. Then he had like some Oreo brownies with like f- frosting on it. So he like frosting on it. Then he like cookie, he had cookie crumbles on it. And he had this one thing. I don't know what it was, but it was like, it was, it was like it had a fruit, it had fruity pebbles on the outside of it. So it was just covered in fruity pebbles. I'm like these wow. kids are getting these kids are getting very creative with these edibles. <laughs> oh my goodness! I guess you know the weed itself is not enough. <laughs> Man, that's the funny thing is they say that the weed they say that weed and because we don't smoke, so they say that weed and edibles are like the strongest is the strongest high you can get. Like smoking it is cool, but they say that correct me if I'm wrong lit weed listeners because again I don't we don't smoke weed but they say that um the edible ones is the super pack like it fucks you, like it fucks you up like like if you have a brownie you shouldn't even eat the whole brownie like he was making fat those are fat ass brownies like I wouldn't even eat a I wouldn't even eat a brownie that thick without weed like I wouldn't just eat a brownie like that's that's the that's a thick those are some thick ass brownies and then there's one person I be seeing this one person I'm not you know I be seeing this one person they getting crazy with these edibles they be advertising on Instagram and shit be like what the fuck are you serious yeah I seen this one person doing it before I was like I, and I and I I seen this one person doing it and I was like yo those look amazing cause I didn't know cause I'm, I'm dumb I'm dumb I didn't know it was edibles then she DMs me like yo you want some and I'm like nah I'm in Georgia then she said oh okay whenever you over here hit me up I got you and I was like oh you're so nice and then I was seeing the then I was like then I was reading like the comments and shit and I was like wait a minute I just commented on something about some weed brownies I don't, I don't, no, no, it, it, it was one of, it was one of, I was like, whoa, cause I didn't think, cause I honestly didn't think somebody would be that stupid to actually be out here, but I guess, hey, if you ain't got caught, go do what you do, I don't even know, I don't even remember who the fuck it was, I just remember, so somebody commented on Instagram, 
at stuff because I'm not a hater or whatever. I just comment on something and then I just go about my day. But I don't even remember who the person was. I just that was a while ago too. That was crazy. Well, maybe they do it in a in a state that's legal. So <laughs> shit, I I'm pretty sure it's not legal to be selling weed over the internet. <laughs> hey man, I got these edibles. I got it because I'm like, why the fuck is she selling brown? I'm like, why? I'm like, this is a high ass price for one brownie. I forgot the price, but it was a high ass price. I was like, good <laughs> lord, that's a that's a like, that's a pretty high ass price. You charging that much for a brownie? But yeah, they. <laughs> They be they doing all kind of shit. I think they got weed infused. They got weed infused liquor and shit like that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like weed, oh. like weed is getting creative. Weed is weed is hot time now. Weed weed is very creative. No pun intended when I say hot time, but weed weed is big business. <laughs> they didn't have to, they didn't have to lock that little boy up in Georgia though. They got to get him out because that man was. They say he was running a weed enterprise out of college. So somebody was hating the snitch. Oh. Little snitching ass That's- motherfuckers. That's all it be. It all it be them. It's probably there. Somebody was like, you know what? I don't like him making that money. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna snitch on them. Messed up, man. Why can't people just leave others alone? Exactly. 2018. I want all y'all to mind your goddamn business. For real. I was I was watching this document like um because I, I it's, it's funny because I don't like I don't smoke weed or nothing but we etiquette on Vice. Viceland is a phenomenal. It talks about the weed culture and how in Colorado, like I think it's like a couple states, like a couple people, they're underground building their weed or whatever. They're making their weed. They're not underground, but they're like, it's basically backdooring it because they're preparing for when it becomes legal in their state. So they got so much crop and they've been testing so much crop that they're just ready for it to come in their state. They did this one thing in Georgia. What was this? This weed oil. It was like helping these kids with autism and these families. But, you know, is is I think it just became legal in Georgia. Is that legal? I, I don't know. This because it was like it was a year ago. But anyway, these these families were willing to move their whole family to Colorado just for their kids can use this oil that posted that, you know, it keeps their kid. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't fix the autism, but it's, it calms them down more like it. It help It helps them be. It, it helps them. It doesn't, you know, right. it doesn't, it doesn't cure it, but it still helps them. So it's really interesting the effects that we can have on people and the amazing things that people are actually doing with it. So I hope that all 50 states get illegal because people, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to move to another state just for you can get some oil for your kid. Right. That's crazy. Somebody, somebody shit's big business. He went to this one, shut up. He went to this one and like, it was like, a millet like it was like a military compound like they had like guns outside like it was like in a uh iron it, they they was ready they was ready for war you wouldn't go steal that weed i don't know you know like they people think of weed they think of the trap house nah they wouldn't know they ain't playing with y'all you go in there and try to steal that weed you want to you can get clapped they're creative like you said Let's yeah they get they get they getting creative with this weed creative edi- creative edibles <laughs> i'm still all right, creative edibles, edible, yeah. edible, edible arrangements. <laughs> you gotta put all that edible, edible hot, edible arrangements. <laughs> Feel free to use all these names; they all shitty. All right. Creative edible, creative, creative edibles is a good name though, because you can do like a cake, and then you can, yo, do they make weed cake? Can they make weed cookies? They make them weed cookies. They make weed gummy bears. 
Next, next you're gonna see weed jello. They're gonna make weed jello. But anyway, we we talk about this shit like we smoke it. I don't sell crack mother I don't smoke crack motherfucker. I sell it. Shout shot to Kendrick Lamar. They just reminded me. Kendrick Lamar on January eighth in um Olympic Park, Central Olympic Park. That's the part that we um but that's the part where we got rained out on at. It's gonna be he's gonna be doing a free concert for ESPN's college game day for the okay. college national for the college national football championship that UGA hopefully the University of Georgia hopefully will be playing in. But everybody, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna, I'm gonna remind y'all as the day come. I'm probably gonna remind y'all every podcast episode in January that we'll be doing a free concert. It's free to the public. It's going to be outside, so it's gonna be nice and beautiful day because you know in Georgia it's hot one day, cold the next. But we're gonna wish hotness upon the earth that day. It's gonna be nice, hot Atlanta. We're gonna have the college football. He's gonna be performing at halftime of the college football championship so it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good look i appreciate i would it should have i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that it should have been georgia artist that would been cool too they could have got the they could have got they could have got the migos but they got they got kendrick lamar oh lamar hell mary yeah i like i like kendrick lamar i actually i take actually if i gotta go for to a free concert i'm choosing kendrick lamar the migos anyway but I, but yeah, that's gonna be pretty cool. I'm surprised they didn't get two chains. Where has two chains been? Yo, two chains just on Instagram tweeting about his trap house. He brought the trap house back. Like he could die be hating on trap house, but trap house is back. <laughs> I remember, I remember at V103 for sisters only. I like went in early, like super early or whatever, you know, because and like uh-huh. they had they were setting up the trap house, and I was like, you want to take a picture? Because they thought I was talking. I was like, I'm not. I was like, no. I was like, I, that, I like took, I like took a picture. They damn near forced me. They was like, let people know, let your followers know. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, man, nobody really cares. <laughs> I mean, people care, but I'm like, I wanted, I thought it should be like a surprise. I wanted people to be like, oh my god, V103 got the trap house instead of being like, hey, hey, everybody, come to the trap house when it opens. But yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty. I, I like V103. Shot the two chains, put out some new music. I'm different, yeah. I'm di- Ain't that Jacob's song? Pull up to the scene with my silly missing. Pull up to the scene with my roof gone. That's your boy. That's the boy song. Ding, 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 ding. Mustard on the beat, ho. I can see Jacob like taking his shirt off and like swinging around his head like a helicopter. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I just, that's what I imagine. But anyway, yo, did you know that they're making a, they're making Fahrenheit, you, you remember Fahrenheit 451? Uh-huh. They're making, HBO is making a movie. What? Yes, I just seen this the other day. I was researching some other shit. Uh-huh. And then I came across, like, Michael B. Jordan, I was reading his, um, his video, his, you know, his discography or whatever, his filmography. And I was like, wait a minute, Fahrenheit 451 is going to be a movie and he's in it? And then I clicked on it. I'm like, wait a minute, it's going to be done by HBO? I don't know when the fuck this is coming out, but it's going to be amazing. Now, for everybody that don't know, Fahrenheit 451 is a book about what I think society is actually ties into net, net neutrality. Because if you think about it, they're trying to, they're trying to make the internet so damn expensive that you can't afford it. And there with that way you keep the information out. In Fahrenheit 451, the fireman's job, in Fahrenheit 451, the fireman's job was to go destroy all books, burn them motherfuckers. That's the degrees of what you burn it in, 451. 
one one um one fireman I, I wonder is I wonder is that woke fireman. I don't know what what um role Michael B. Jordan plays, but I wonder if he's going to be the woke fireman that that splits away from the splits away from the firemen and create like a, a out you know outlander society that's trying to you know come back what the firemen are doing, what the government is doing. I wonder if he's going to play that role. But that's basically what for, Fahrenheit four fifty one is. This is a pretty interesting book. I think I read it in the fourth grade. That is interesting. It's like slaughter. It's like slaughterhouse five. Right. Yo, we went. Yo, these kids don't understand. We wouldn't read no bullshit when in elementary school. It wasn't no game. I know, right? Mice and kids. right, mice and men. Like we was not playing. We was not playing in middle, in elementary school. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we were at fourth. It was funny because we went from fourth grade rats, right? To Fahrenheit 451, it was like she was like, "Fuck this shit, the game's over, motherfucker." We ain't read these little kid books no more. <laughs> we gonna read, we gonna read Gulliver Tales, Gulliver Travels, or whatever fuck I forgot what it's called. But that that book, you can that's a funny book. You can read it. You can read Gulliver Travels where you're a teenager or when you're a kid, and you'll be a grown ass person, and you'll just now get the references. Like you'll get the references on a different level because that mirrors society too about how. When they look, you remember he went to the, the little Putians was beefing right. with the big people, the big Putians or whatever. And he was like, so what exactly are y'all fighting about? And they're like, oh, you know, none of us was alive when the war really started. But from what we have been passed down to us from our ancestors, we are fighting because they want to break the egg from the top of the from the top of the egg. We break the egg from the bottom. And that was really remember that was really the fucking argument. And and it's like it's a fucking egg. You can break an egg. An egg really doesn't have a top or a bottom. So that's like so like when you're young, you're like, haha, that's funny. When you get older, you're like, oh, this shit kind of ties into regular society. We go to war every fucking day about some shit that really doesn't matter. Like Crips and Bloods. Crips and Bloods are beefing with each other, and neither one of them can tell you why they dislike each other. On a core level. Only reason you got is he wear red, I wear blue. But you're really but you're willing to die over some shit you don't even fully understand. That's so that's what color remember color of travels, that shit was crazy. I wonder when when it started to you know, when they started uh who chose the color red, who chose the color blue. <laughs> right? Cause that's the funny thing. The Crips and Bloods that was originally started to protect the Crips and Bloods was kinda started the same way the Black Panthers was started. It was to protect the neighborhoods. It was protecting the Crips and Bloods was started to protect the neighborhoods from the danger that was being brought from outside of the hood. Whether it was the policemen, where it was other people from your neighborhood that was coming into the neighborhood and causing trouble with regular citizens. So right. Along the way, it got fucked up and misconstrued, and it did turn into a game, which is still funny to this day. Um, I I want I was going to talk about this a couple podcasts ago. Vin Staple has shared this shit, speaking of Viceland. Vin Staples has shared this thing. Oh no, it's noisy, noisy. Vin Staple has shared this thing from Noisy. It was a documentary about this dude. He wanted to be in the game. Ask me how old this man was. Twenty-eight fucking years old. What? I forgot. I forgot the name of the game, and I don't even want to say the damn game because this is like some. This is some real shit. Like I watched this some real shit. Mind you, he has a nice apartment. 
He's like oh. he's like an aspiring rapper. He has a nice studio. He has a nice studio in his apartment. He's a decent talk. He can. He's decently dressed. He's well mannered. This is a proper person, right? This is a this is a person that by all me by all means in society you are ahead. He gets to right. speaking and he's talking about well, you know, I want to be down with the gang, blah 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 blah. So he's doing all this fuck like noise because no, you know, noise you do documentaries. They don't do no dramatizations. This is real. They follow you. You give them permission. They follow you. They put themselves. They put themselves in just as much danger as your dumbass. So he's out here doing all this shit to being in the game, and it ends with him getting jumped. And because you know, in the game or whatever, you know, to get in the game, you gotta get jumped. And right. one and they like sneak. One dude snuck up behind them. Like, dude, you're you're potentially about to get brain damage just to be in a fucking game. That's crazy. It, it is crazy, and, and they do that everywhere in, in colleges, you know, and freaking masons and. <laughs> oh, did you did you just call out fraternities? Yep. I don't think I don't know nothing about I don't know that much about fraternities, but I don't I don't think you're getting your ass beat. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just put it like this. If you're in a fraternity and they be like, yo, we gotta beat your ass to be in the fraternity, dog, ain't for me. I know, exactly. I guess, I get what Jay the quote Jay Z, I'm not a follower, I'm a leader for myself and others. Big enough, I'm only big enough, my brother. I'm big enough, a barrel. I'm big enough to do it. And I'm that thorough. So the rings and things you sing about, bring them out. It's hard to yell with barrels in your mouth, motherfucker. Try me. Oh, we got spank you, not bro. You who the fuck you spanking? I don't think I. But the, again, I don't know where not that shit actually goes on in fraternities because I'm not in the fraternity. Man, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, they yeah, do. Like- I do, but I do feel that they do do that shit where they call you crab and they make you dress up like this, that, and the third because it's in every oh. fucking movie, every movie. But you know when you pledge, you gotta be big pledge master, da 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 da, like you know pledge master, big daddy, whatever fuck, whatever what fuck, you know you gotta sing and all this other stuff. First, first of all, fraternity they do too much stepping, so that that was that was not appealing to me to begin with. I was not gonna be stepping. <laughs> but fraternity brothers, let us know if you. Are, are, are in a fraternity. Let me know what goes on in the fraternity. Let me know what goes on in the fraternity on the, on the, on the inside, deep inside. Don't tell me about y'all pledge work. Don't tell me about y'all community service and all that shit. Don't tell me about the, the, um, what is it? The, the, you know, all the other shit. Don't tell me about the, the sororities. Tell me about what y'all do, what you had to do to get into this fraternity. I want to know. I want to know what this life's supposed to be like. I won't tell nobody. Let me just let us know. I, will, I, prom- I hope, I, man, I'm because the being this being this fraternity, the mid awkward misfits, you ain't really got to do nothing. You know, you just be you down. You ain't got to get jumped. You ain't got you don't got to get jumped. You got to wear no different colors. You ain't got to wear no funny colors. You just here, bro, and we appreciate you being here. Speak. Okay. Yeah. So I got okay. Okay. So. I wanted to talk, I was going to talk about Once Upon a Time again, but I'm pretty sure y'all tired of hearing me talk about Once Upon a Time every time I watch it. But yo, Once Upon a Time is getting lit some more. <laughs> they really, they, they are really, they are really in Neverland. Yep. That, I told you season three is the best 
season to me. I love it. Man, mind you, they don't play my boy Peter Pan like he's just a pedophile. <laughs> he low, he low key a pedophile. Like, but he's like, he remember he was trying to get Wendy, but Wendy was like, yo, he brought my ass back, and he was like, what, what is never? Then um, he was like, what is Neverland like? And he, she was like. Oh, it's good during the day. You know, everybody having fun, hanging out, chilling, you know, relaxing. We're on the island by ourselves with no parents. Then she said, when the night comes, everybody crying for their mommies. She was like, so I was Aww. like, get me the fuck up out of here. She said, I ain't they mama. Get me the fuck up out of here. So like, like in the books, in the books, Peter Pan's shadow is just his shadow and it gets caught up. Wendy catches it or whatever. But in the show, Peter Pan's shadow is the evil goddamn creature. Peter Pan is an evil creature too. So I'm like, man, bruh. Did you are you at the part where you where you find out who Peter Pan is? I haven't found out yet. But I think okay. I have my I have my suspicions. I can see you I can see you now. You be like, yo <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait because I'm pretty sure Peter Pan is gonna be like Somebody that I, that I didn't guess, but I have a guess. I have a guess because I already know. Because from watching the show, I already know that everybody in the damn show started out in the Enchanted Forest. Uh huh. So he's going to. So he has something to do with it because Captain Hook, Captain Hook, now fell in love with old boy Rumpelstiltskin's son. Not not in love as in wanting to have sex with the little boy, but he felt like he was attached to him. But he should have been like, yo. Me and your mom, we had a thing going on, right? She didn't love your father no more because your father. That was the craziest thing. Like he he came back to his. Remember that that that, that blind the, the the seeing eye told him, yo, you oh. gonna die. Your ass gonna die in war, motherfucker. You gonna die in war. It don't matter what you do in this war. You gonna die, bitch. So he so he hurts himself and he goes back to his family and the word just spreads so damn quickly. She was like, you a coward. You're a coward. You should have just killed yourself. You should have just died in the war. You're a coward. Like <laughs> he was, he was ready for war till he found out he was gonna die. People are so mean, and and partners nowadays they don't give a fuck. Man, fuck it up. <laughs> right? She was like, you should have just died. You did your son. You did your son. You did something worse for your son. Did not having a father. He now has a a coward for a son, for a father. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, chop her up. Chop her up, Rumple. Chop her up, Rumple Stilskin. Chop her ass up. But anyway. He kept crying. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a punk ass motherfucker. Just crying. Like, damn. Like, stand up for her. Stand up to her. It's the middle of the time. Okay. But I have a show you have to start watching now. Okay. What is it? Which is funny because I posted the picture on Sunday. Also, thank shout out to everybody that came out to Paris, the pa- House of Vans Paris. But I posted the photo on Sunday and uh-huh. everybody started responding to it. And I'm thinking, oh, people just like the photo because it was a middle finger. Man, I didn't know I didn't know so many awkward misfits watched Shameless. Oh, I heard about that show. Yeah. It's on, okay, oh. for, for everybody that don't know. Shameless is a show that comes on eight Showtime. It's also available on Netflix. All the seasons are available on Netflix. Shameless is about this white trash, this white trash family that lives on the south side of Chicago in the middle of the ghetto. They're white. I mean, they're white trash personified. Their, their leader, their father 
well, it's an adaptation of the UK version of the same name. I don't know whether or not the UK version is still on Netflix, but if it is, I wouldn't suggest watching it. You should watch the um, American version because even though it's an adaptation, it in my in my belief is better for the simple for even for the simple fact that it's more it's HD because the Shameless version, the UK version is like from two thousand and one. You know, they, it's been going on forever, but the American version it didn't come about to like two thousand and seven, two thousand eleven, some shit like that, two thousand eleven. So it's in HD, and it's also not the British accent. No disrespect to British accents, but if you're not used to hearing it, it kind of like it's kind of like hard to understand what they're saying. So. It tells the story of this, this father. The father is Frank. He has five kids, but he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit alcoholic. Mind you, one of his kids is black. <laughs> the mama, the mama done ran, the mama done ran off on the plug. And he just hit, he just left to raise the kids, but the kids are very self-efficient. You know, these kids, they've been living in the house with their piece of shit father for all this life. And they basically, they take care of themselves and they get into a, like a lot of, a lot of mischief. Like, I don't want, I don't want to talk too much because I don't want to spoil it, but you have to watch it. It's on Netflix. You're going to love it. Like every, the best thing about it is everybody is dirty. Like, a self for Liam because Liam is the baby. You know, he's the black baby. Not he he he's not dirty because he's black. He's just not dirty because he's young as fuck. He he haven't he haven't became dirty. He hasn't had a chance to become dirty yet. He so everybody's fucked up in their own ways. Everybody has their own dirt they have they walk around with. When you see some of this shit, you're going to text me like, nah, that didn't happen. It's cr- it's crazy. It's not suitable for kids. This shit is wild. Like the first episode is buck ass wild. It's one okay. of my it's one of my favorite shows. I think my favorite character, if I had to pick a favorite character, who would my favorite character be? My favorite character is Lip. His name is Lip. He's smart as shit. He's highly intelligent, but he's a fuck up. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk too much about the show, but he's a fuck up, a fuck up performer. He just be fucking up. The dad, the dad is an amazing actor. I like the interracial couple, Kevin and V. They they into like some freaky ass shit. Like they um Kevin and V in like the first season, especially they like run this web show where like they doing all kind of shit. Like he's playing, he's playing. They like the role play. So like he's like the injured patient, and she's like the freaky nurse. It's all kind of shit. They be doing whips and chains. Like she was like whipping him and shit. It's they into some freaky shit. <laughs> but these two families, they stick together. Like the, the you know, Theona, this which is the oldest daughter is Theona. She'll come over there like, hey, you got some sugar? Yeah, man. Or they be like, oh, can we borrow your toaster? And they let them borrow toasters. They have a stitching cord going from each other. Cause remember, all they all they all in some sort of way. Well. The Gallagher's, because they're the Gallagher, they name, their last name is Gallagher. The Gallagher's is poor, dirt poor. V and Kevin are not that dirt poor, but they're poor too. But they're not, but they're not rich by any means. Okay. So it's very interesting um, to see. Have you ever seen Reba? Yeah. You remember Cheyenne's boyfriend? Uh-huh. That's Kevin. Uh-huh. So just imagine him in this show. Like, it's this show is dark. It was it was crazy to see him because I'm I'm so used to him being you know on the show him being the like the you know the little goofy ass motherfucker then then he on shameless he all swole he all swole fucking some black chick I'm like this I'm like this shit is I'm like this shit is I'm like this shit goes there. 
Oh my goodness. You know what movie I just recently um, watched that what? I think is really good? What movie? What Happened to Monday. Have you seen it yet? I haven't, but I've been hearing people talk about that. Oh, okay. So, um, What Happened to Monday is, it, it starts off with a guy who is in this hospital, and it's a private hospital, and in front of him are seven babies that are his. <laughs> and they're identical, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so the nurse is like, how are you going to keep this from the government? And, I mean, obviously he has money, so he's able to hide them, you know, and he, he raises them on his own. Something happened to the mom, but um, wherever she was, we don't know. We don't know at all. <laughs> but um, the the daughters take on her identity. Yeah. And, yeah, it's pretty good. It's really good. Um, okay, the last thing I'm going to say about it is he names his daughters after each day of the week. And um, <laughs> so they only are allowed to go outside one day a week. <laughs> Wait, so the, but, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. So... Monday can only go outside on Monday. Tuesday can only go outside on Tuesday. Yep. What kind of freaky shit? It's it's a, it's a good movie actually. It's kind of it it makes you, it can make you mad in some part because of course they're doing things to children that they shouldn't be doing. But other than that, it's it's a really good movie. I'm gonna have to check that out. What happens on Monday? Yeah. <laughs> Is this it's a new? Oh, that's I got. That's I got to say to me. It's on Netflix. You want to give me to watch a movie? It's on Netflix. <laughs> right. So, and then another thing we're watching. Um, my sister and I are watching uh, the Blacklist. Look at you! Look at you! The Blacklist. Yeah, I, I watch the Blacklist, and I believe in the Blacklist. Um, it's probably like what, like seven or six or some shit. Seven or six or eight. The blacklist is very deep. Yeah, that's some government shit. I, I, <laughs> I fully believe in the blacklist, man. Man, but they, but if you notice in these movies, especially when it involves the government, there's always a loophole somewhere. You just have to be just as witty as they are. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways. <laughs> the Blacklist. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking about? What's that? Man, this is... I, my grandma don't My grandma don't listen to this. I ain't, I ain't talking about my grandma. My, my grandma, my dad... My grandma on my dad's side, she had... Uh-huh. She had this... I, I remember when I was younger... She had this boyfriend, and he was amazing. I mean, I, at the time, I didn't know. I, at, the, at the time, I didn't know it was her boyfriend. I didn't pay no attention, you know, even though they slept in the same room and shit. I didn't pay no attention. They oh, they old, so I ain't, I ain't, I ain't know I was young. I was like 12. I ain't know nothing about no six. Right. I ho- what the hell? I hope they weren't having sex. They too old. They've been on broken hip. And can you imagine? Can you imagine that I'm downstairs? I'm down. I'm downstairs. TGI Friday. 
TGI Friday. You remember TGI Friday? Yep. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Everything was coming on. Can you imagine um, me? Can you imagine me being downstairs and all I hear is, Javaris! Javaris! And the, and I got like, like ain't no way hell you calling me upstairs to help you two motherfuckers because you done broke some hips. <laughs> I was like you. I like oh hell no. I walk in that room. What 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 what? what I just walk the fuck back out. Like you know what? Spring the teenage witches on. I'm good. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta go watch some Nickelodeon or some shit. Yo, Eminem. Eminem says. Eminem claims he 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 uses gr- wait what wait what wait what wait what I didn't read this fully I didn't read this fully okay I'm gonna tell you what I read this as Eminem claims he uses Tinder to date in new interview but that's the way I read it cause just cause I didn't think it made cause just cause my brain read it like that this is what it originally says Eminem claims he uses Grinder to date in new interview. What exactly is the hip-hop star trying to say with this comment? Just a few days ago, Eminem dropped his highly anticipated album, <coughs> which fans have been waiting for years. As in typical the case, before and immediately surrounding the release of a new record, musicians have been doing a handful of interviews to promote his latest full-length and in one. And in one, he drops something of a bomb that suggests he's exploring his sexuality in a way no one could have predicted. Or maybe not. Get the fuck off my screen with that. I hate when you're trying to read something and then an advertisement pop up. In a chat with no. Vulture, the hip-hop superstar talks romantics talk romantics in his interview. And apparently, he's been meeting people via dating apps. It's a bit surprising that someone as famous as Eminem will resort to some sort of mobile application that everyday people use. But what's even more shocking is which the one he chooses to download. Apparently, the rapper himself has been meeting people via Grinder. Is Grinder an app? Grinder? Oh, you don't know what Grinder is. <laughs> you don't know what Grinder is. What is Grinder? Okay, Grinder is an app for gay men. Whoa. Grinder is an app for gay men. Already then. <laughs> I don't know or not Eminem is trying. I don't if he. I, I don't know or not. I don't. I don't. Cause the dude asked him. He said. He said what apps you be using. M say he be using Tinder. He said, "Oh, okay." Then he said, "I, I don't know or not." He trolling. Then he said, "Are you being serious?" He said, "Yeah." Well, he said. He said, "Okay, this how I go." He said, do you date? Eminem said, it's tough. Since my divorce, I had several dates and nothing panned out in a way that I wanted to make it public. Dating just now. Dating is just now where I'm at lately. Then she said, then he said, when you are dating, how do you meet people? Tinder? He said, then he said, I mean, yeah, of course. Then she said, then he said, are you being serious? He said, yeah, Tinder. Then he said, really? Then Eminem goes, get laughing and, and grinder. I also used to go to script clubs. Oh my goodness! Okay. That's something like I didn't think you know because I'm like it didn't didn't find you. The next art, the next sentence in the article goes for those for those not in the know. Grinder is a dating app, 
and hooking up app describes itself as the world's largest social at social network for gay, lesbian, trans, and queer people. Alright. Now, to be openly honest with you, I'm not shocked. If Eminem comes out as gay, I wouldn't be shocked because, remember, he used to be homophobic as fuck. Uh-huh. And those people, those people are the most into, you know, those people are the most hatred. Those people, the people that hate gay people the most are the ones that are fighting their, their love for the men, for the, for the sex, for the same sex. Right. So I wouldn't, so I wouldn't, so I honestly wouldn't be shocked and I really don't care. I know. More love to you. That's funny, though. That's It's just funny, because it's like, I read that shit like Tinder. I read it as Tinder, and it just says Grinder. Because <laughs> I thought I was reading on, like, Eminem on Grinder. Even then, Eminem, you way too famous to be on a fucking dating site. Like, yeah, I'm trying to get some of this regular dick. Like, bro, what the hell? No, you don't find intelligence with money. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you try to clean. You go. What happened to the? What happened to that one awkward misfit that was looking for love on Tinder? What are you talking about? That that awkward misfit last week that that was looking for love on Tinder, and he was like, "Yo, she ain't even hitting me back no more. We had amazing chemistry. We fucked a couple times. Like you're looking for love in a hopeless place." No, I know, but it doesn't work that way for everybody. Just, you know, everything ain't for everybody. Yo, Leah, Leah McSweeney, Lena McSweeney from Married to the Mob. Shout out to her. Shout out to her and Laura Styles. They, they, their podcast and proper etiquette. Leah, y'all already know Leah McSweeney is one of my idols. She said she want to fuck Eminem. She said she'll date Eminem. She crazy just like. Well, I said it. I said it. I said it in a loving way, Leah. She crazy just like Eminem. Yo. Did you do you know the married to the mob? How married to the mob came up? Do you know that story? Do you know her story? No. There's one day, the cops the because she was like I said she was wild back in the day. She was a little crazy, not crazy but wild. One day, the boyfriend she was dating or whatever was getting beat up by the cop or some shit, and she like jumped in or tried to try to stop it, and like the cop like beat her ass. And like, but beat, like beat the teeth out of her mouth. So she like sued the LAPD. This is the, this is the short version. Y'all should listen to her to the long version because it's pretty, it's a pretty long story. And we about to spend a whole podcast talking about that. Like they beat her ass. She ended up suing them for like $75,000 and ended up winning it. So that's how Married to the Mob got started. She used the settlement money to start the brand. Like she even at one point she had a t-shirt with like her mugshot because they locked her. They, the cop beat her ass and then locked her up. Oh. So yeah, that so yeah, that story is very crazy. It's very crazy. I like Leah McSweeney. She's a pretty she's a pretty cool person. Like she's a pretty intelligent person. That's awesome. I like I like to the Mob. I would love to do a collaboration with them. But yeah. So yeah. Eminem, you got you got a famous she she's a millionaire, you're a millionaire. She was on Millionaire Matchmaker, so she was looking for love. So, you know, y'all can hook up. Hey. As she said, I don't even care that you got a small penis. I don't know how Eminem be telling people this, but you know, hey. It might be his. That might be why he probably having a bad time. If if you're gay, do gay. I'm pretty sure gay men don't like small penises because they they're like the only thing you get. Like how you gonna put that? Anyway, anyway, Eminem must be Eminem must be a top because he must be a bottom because he can't be a top with the, with a small penis. That's what I'm gonna say. Hey. Already ready. <laughs>
I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I don't know. It was just funny. That was, I, I just seen that. I, I didn't stay on social media. I just seen that. I was, on, I was just on Twitter and I seen that. And I clicked it to make sure it was real. And it was, sure enough, it was real. Whatever works for him. Whatever, whatever makes him happy. Whatever floats your boat and find your lost remote. And this is for the niggas working at the airport that got laid off. Yo. I'm putting together this Christmas playlist or whatever. Uh-huh. And I got the greatest song of all time on there anyway. And it goes a little song like this. I want $1,200. And pair of shoes, you know that. You remember that the six nine boys. Oh baby, what you gonna get her for Christmas? Now what you gonna get, my boy? I want a little bit of this. I want a whole lot of that. Say what? Say what? Christmas Day, birth of Christ, no doubt. That's what it's all about. Let me hit stop the beat for a sec. Show some respect. Santa Claus, what's up with you? Yo, that's the that's one of the besides the Beastie Boys. That's like one of the only rap songs my mom likes. Really? Yeah, she don't like rap. Ain't no if, answer, no buts. Gone spend my stocking up with a lot of shoes, a lot of clothes. I like to do his like I want a big booty. I want a big booty. I want a big booty girl or some shit. Big booty girls from Hennessy. Big booty girls from Hennessy. But <laughs> you got you gotta love that song. That you have you never heard you never heard that song before? Six and nine boys? Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna get, huh? For Christmas. But yeah, I'm going to come out with the Christmas list. Sometime, by the time y'all reading this, it should be out. I'm going to put a link in the description if it is, if it is out. Because I'm I'm putting it together. I'm not using like the typical songs. Like, you know, all those old corny ass songs. But what I did put in there, which is one of my favorite Christmas songs. And it's really, the more I think about it, it's a pretty sad song. You know, what do the lonely do at Christmas? What do they do? What do they do at Christmas time? You know, I never understood how sad that song was when I was young. I used to always be singing it. What do the, be in the back seat of the car. What do the lonely do at Christmas? What do they do? What do they do? So one time the song is on. I don't know how old I was. Seven. Let's say seven. I said, I, I yelled to the front. You know, we riding in my mama's car. I think we'll come back for football practice. So I yelled to the front. What do they do? What do they do? You know, to my mom. I never forget. I never forget this moment. She turns around, looks me dead in my eye, and go, "How the fuck would I know?" Uh, I was like, "What?" She so was like. She was like, every Christmas I got, uh, I'm around you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, she said, I've been around, she said, I've been around people my whole, you know, it was, a, she jokingly said it, but she was like, I've been around, I've been around people my whole life, you know, my whole life. I don't, I don't know what the lonely do. <laughs> what do they do? What do they do at Christmas time? What do the lonely do at Christmas? That's my song. What do they do? What do they do at Christmas time? What do they do? <clears throat> it's commercialized bullshit anyway. Christmas done turned into some weird shit. That's funny. All these memories. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite Christmas memory? Um... 
let's see. Well, of course, the back in the day, there was a lot more family gatherings. Back in the I day, when now was young, I'm not a kid anymore. I used to love it when they used to, um, even though <laughs> ghetto as hell, but they were in the garage playing poker. <laughs> oh, God. Your dad, remember your dad used to be hooked on poker? Is he still hooked on poker? Yep. <laughs> Yo, that man, that motherfucker's gonna play some poker. He gonna get that poker life. He gonna get that poker life in. He gonna get that poker. <laughs> they used to sit in the garage for hours at a time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I need to take your father to like some backdoor games. Let him go play. Let him go to like some of those where they smoke cigars and shit. Just be posted up. Like, yeah. His big ass coming there. His tall ass coming there. They'll be like, oh shit, we ain't playing no more. We, we quit. Right. They're like, oh, he know he doing. I was like, yeah, get him. Get him. Get him. They're like, what the fuck? I'm like, don't worry about it. Yo. My fa- my favorite was the fact that my mom used to lead. I, well, I I don't I never asked her this. My fact my favorite was the fact that my mom used to actually leave the door unlocked to my some Santa go come in, and we believe that shit. We live in we live you know we live we live in this we live when am I coming to the house? But anyway, I, I believe that shit. She'd be like, if I catch you in you know if Santa catch you in the living room, he's not gonna deliver any presents. Then you gonna be looking stupid on Christmas, man. That whole night. You'll be like, man, I want to go. You'll be going to pee. You'll be trying to hurry up and pee. You'll be running from door to door. Like, man, if Santa see me, he ain't going to be in the presents and I ain't going to get the present. Man. I know, right? We, 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 really thought, we really thought Santa was some real shit. We really <laughs> thought, we really thought somebody, what? <laughs> we really thought a big fat motherfucker was going house to house, dropping off presents for everybody. Like what the hell is Santa get the money from? It sounded like a know. it Santa Oprah. It Santa secretly Oprah just dropping our presents. <laughs> they just, are advertising that right now. She and uh, Tyler Perry on Instagram. Oh God, I don't give a fuck about no Tyler. Fuck Tyler Perry, man. He he whack. <laughs> Nigga, man, make the same dumbass movie <laughs> over and over. Man, Tyler Perry is whack as shit. That's I'd like to know why they keep asking people to share stuff just to get, like, a certain amount of money. That's not real, by the way. That's not real, Grandma. Right? Grandma, that's not real. Because, <laughs> first of all, I don't know what's... T- I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to get into this because I see people talking about this shit on Twitter. I'm not getting into this about Oprah and what, what they think... What what has Oprah done for the community? I'm not going to get into this. I'm just going to say I know Tyler Perry. I, fu- I, fu- I don't fuck with Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, whack. Make the same fucking movie over and over. Always, always portraying the black man as the damn devil. But the person, but you notice that he'll always portray the black man as the devil. But the person that he's that he's portraying in the movie, Pierce Pierce Snow. Pierce Snow. Everybody, what is it? Um, why did I get married? Everybody else, everybody else cheating on their wife though. Every man cheating on their wife except for Tyler Perry in the movie. I wonder why is that? Is it because sometimes perception precedes reality? Does he understand uh-huh. that? Does he understand that sometimes you can, sometimes you can embed thoughts in people's mind that they didn't have that? Hmm. Hmm. Why do Tyler Perry make himself look pure as snow in movies? But yet everybody else is trash. Hmm. 
Hmm. And by the way, while we on the subject, why did I get married? Janet Jackson. Have you seen Why Did I Get Married? Yeah. Have you seen Why Did I Get Married too? Yeah. Janet Jackson was not should not have got a happy ending. Cause remember she, cause remember, remember she the one that caused her husband to die. Uh huh. And then she gets to meet the Rock at the end of the movie. Fuck that! You get to be miserable and miserable for the rest of your life because you the reason that your husband was killed. Cause he would have never, y'all never gotten that dumbass argument about the stupidest of shit. You would have never gotten that damn car. He would have never sped off. He would never got hit by the car. He would never been dead. Uh huh. She didn't deserve happiness in that movie. She was wrong. <laughs> That shit pisses me off. That's like that's like toy that's like Toy Story and that purple bear. Fuck that bear. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> then that bear was whack, man. Woody put all his trust. Woody put all his trust in that bear. Remember Buzz Lightyear, Woody. You know all the other toys. They put all their trust in that bear. Like yeah, the bear was like, yeah, I'm gonna help y'all get out. You know we all stick together. We're toys. Ho 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 ho. And then like it gets about to get out. He's like, you know what? I'm a piece of shit. What's up? Like everybody, like capture these motherfuckers. They ain't going nowhere, man. Fuck that purple bear. They really thought he was a care bear. <laughs> that motherfucker was a that motherfucker was the devil. That motherfucker said, "Get him, boys." <laughs> <laughs> it was everybody. Everybody in the movie theater was like, oh. "Mind you, nobody took their kids to see Toy Story 3. So, and you know, kids in the movie, everybody go. Man, fuck that bear. That bitch-ass, pussy-ass bear. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the whole movie theater just died laughing. I was like, yeah, man, that... And it probably was me that said it. <laughs> I really yelled, fuck that pussy-ass bear. I was all in my feelings. He pissed me off. You don't do my boy Woody like that. You don't do my boy Woody like that. And little Miss Bo Peep, you don't do Woody. You don't try my boy Buzz Lightyear like that. That's why at the end of the movie, you got attached to a front of a, a front of a truck. So for the rest of your fucking life, you can have bugs hitting you in your face, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's all jokes, by the way. Just in case y'all didn't get it, man. It's all jokes. Right. <laughs> I do hate that bear though. I do hate I might I might have stomped one of those bears out of Toys R Us. <laughs> I paid for it after because I felt bad because it's it's somebody, you know they they, 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 they yeah, I still stomped it out. <laughs> I stomped that shit. I hate that fucking bear. I hate that bear. Uh-uh. Okay. Punk <laughs> ass bear. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Punk ass bear. That's a punk ass bear. Yo, but speaking of, yo, I, but yeah, while, while I was putting that playlist together, I was thinking about, like, I was running through songs and I was like, all of my feelings or whatever. Not in my feelings in a sad way, but you know, like, you know, how you start listening to music, you be like, oh, I remember this song, like, yeah, you know, you, you start feeling it. Right. Man, I ran across, man, I ran across, um, Bobby Walmart. If you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight, girl. Oh, that man, Bobby, my boy. That's my boy. Cause that motherfucker can sing. Then why he doing the, uh, he, he going, he going, <clears throat> he going. Cause you think when you lay in your bed at night and you think about all the times you did me wrong, girl. 
talking that shit. That's the most pettiest song of all times. It's been a long, long. Like, when has anybody ever made a? That's like throwing the deuce. That's like deuces. Throwing the deuces up to her. But he said, if you think you, he, he, he telling you, if you think you lonely now, wait until the night. Just wait. Girl, just wait until the night. When it's cold outside. Oh, girl. Like he's singing it. He ain't call you no bitch. He ain't call you no hoe. He ain't call you no skeezy. He ain't call you no slut. He ain't call you out of your name. He said, all he said was, girl, you lost the best right. thing that ever happened to you. Yes, she did. If you're thinking lonely now, wait, wait until tonight, girl. Ah, 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 ah. I like when you can sing and your voice is the instrument. All right. Ah, 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 ah. I swear to God, he was in the. St I'm fully convinced he was in the studio with like a Hennessy bottle in his hand. <laughs> and if it, if it, and if it was just imagine this being made in like the two thousand late two thousand, he would have been in the studio with a Hennessy bottle in his hand. It would have been on Instagram Live with the other one. If you're thinking lonely now, he'd have been. He'd have been. He'd have been talking into the mic. I mean, he'd have been talking to the camera. Yeah, Shanice, wait until tonight. Girl, yeah, you'll be waiting by the phone, huh? You're gonna be waiting by the phone. But I'm belong gone. Yeah, girl, you think you're gonna get this text message from me? Nope. Wait until tonight, girl. You're like, I got three girls coming over. Alone. All of your friends. <laughs> oh, Bobby Woman, <Womack>, bitch. <laughs> Rest in peace to the poet that is the Bobby Womack. He told y'all he was a poet. If you're thinking lonely now, wait. Wait That's the kind of music I want to make, man. Make that good, that good, that good, that, that, that music that make you feel like you need to drink something. Like it make, that music made me feel like I need to be lit. I need to be drinking some alcohol. That music made me feel like I need to be beefing. Like me and you need to beef. If I can call your phone, like, if you're thinking lonely now, <laughs> wait until tonight, girl. It's been long, long, been long, long. Yo, how do you think the woman feels to this day that that song was written about her? <laughs> I don't know. She got to be like, yo, this. It's her way out. Man, she probably don't need to tell people. That's like whoever, whoever Jerome is for Erica Badu. Like, do you tell people you Jerome? Because she said it's not Andre 3000. She said it's not Andre 3000. It was rated before she met it. Actually, I only think like the time, the timeline for her to be Andre 3000 don't even match up because Andre 3000 got his own money. So she said it went Andre 3000. So if you're that dude that fucked up with Erica Badu, do you tell people? No, right? Said you better, like you better call Ty, you better call Tyrone, call him and tell him come on, help you get your shit. What is what is Erica about? You call her fans? Like, what is Erica about? Like, 
Do you ever notice that? Like, Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, they don't, they don't call people the old, the old school, that's some new school, that's some new school shit. Honestly, the old school just be like, thank you for your appreciation. Like the new school, you know us, 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 cause we want them to identify us. So, you know, we call our fans, our misfits. You know, in Beyonce, be Beehive, Rihanna, Rihanna Navy, Nicki Minaj, the Barbies and Kins or whatever. That's some new shoes. That's some new school shit. Oh uh, well, you know we don't have fans. We just have family. You know what I mean? That's why they misfits. Like they just they just a part of the society that right. you don't gotta get whooped. You don't gotta you don't gotta get whipped in. We're not gonna jump you into the game. You just in the game, game. <laughs> you don't gotta eat raw eggs. You gotta eat raw no. You gotta eat raw eggs. You don't gotta eat ice cream if you think it's shit. You know. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We don't do y'all like that. Cause if you think you're lonely now, waiting till tonight, girl. It's like um, woman to woman. Have you ever been in love? Yo, that song is so damn stupid when you get old. You be like, wait a minute. So this man, you you know the clothes he wear? I buy him. You know that car he drive? I got that car for him. You know how stupid you sound? <laughs> I love that man. Woman, woman's a woman. Yo, dumbass. So you did all this for this dude. And he's still fucking around on you. And so instead of you confronting his dumb ass, you can call the woman he fucking around with you on. Like, yo, that's my shit he driving. Like, you're pronouncing, that's the internet. You're pronouncing your stupidity. Stupidity. Yep. Your dumb ass announcing how stupid you is. You dating a fuckboy, then you let a fuckboy play you. Not only you letting a fuckboy play, you letting a broke fuckboy play you. You know that car he driving? Now I'm calling you, woman to woman, to let you know. That he's my man. That car he's driving, I pay the lease. That those clothes he wearing, I buy those clothes. Like you dumb, you sound so damn dumb. That's some, that's some that's some Twitter shit. She was the original Twitter thought. She was the original thought. <laughs> original thought. Oh my god. I know that. So I creep, yeah, just keep it on the down low, cause nobody else supposed to know, oh, so I creep. Yo, they originally, that's the original side piece anthem. I creep um, about it, baby, all the time, cause nothing about it. By the way, yeah, by the way, Candy and Tiny, so when, when Lady Godiva said escape, she was talking about cause Candy and Tiny wrote the song. Right. Cause, cause you know somebody will be like, that's TLC. Y'all don't know music. Like, shut the fuck up. We do know music, you dumb fuck. TLC, uh, sing it. I know. Chili. So I creep. Yeah. My mom used to always have this joke that t boz was just singing, was just talking on the beat. Talking to the beat. Talk, she could never sing. She was just talking to the beat. <laughs> All the time. Cause nobody else. I miss Left Eye. Left Eye was an amazing artist. I know. She stood up for what she believed in. Chili not so chili not so much. She got the chili just chili just an imaginary world. She think all the, she think men supposed to live up to this expectation that she can't even live up to. You want men to bring all this to the table, what you bring it besides your looks. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love that man. Woman, woman, woman. She chilly do seem like a, have you ever been in love? <laughs> my favorite is, uh, my favorite is, I used to think about immature things like, do you love me? Do you want me? Are you going to call me like you said you would? Is this really your real phone number? <laughs> By switch, call your name. I love the song, but he sounded like a little boy. But baby, I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah, I'm a grown-ass man now. Like, you still sound like a damn child. I call your name, and it ain't the same you. I call your name, girl. Sometimes when I get lonely, babe, I think of you. And it ain't Y'all love. Yo, I'm telling y'all right now. The playlist I put together for, for Valentine's Day is going to be a two-parter. It's going to be a daytime and it's going to be a nighttime. And you know what I'm talking about. I, I can't wait to do that one. I call your name and it ain't the same. Cause I seen this shit on Twitter the other day and I was like, I was talking about that on the podcast one time. How would I say, what do these young people play to get the girl, to get their girlfriend in the mood or girls in the mood? They come over to hang out. This dude was talking about some, these, these girls came over to smoke weed and hang out with them, right? So he said he told his friend to put on some, some music while everybody settle in. He said his friend put on a, put on a Cassidy freestyle. <laughs> What? I'm Cassidy and I push them pies and I kiss them girls and make them cry. I play on the block. I don't stay on the block. Whoa. You know, Cassidy, like, remember I was saying, what do these kids play? What the fuck they gonna play? Migos fight night? Like, what the fuck? Why would you? Then he was like, dude. He was talking about, he kept on rewinding so much. Y'all didn't hit them bars? You don't hit these bars? Like, dude. He was like, man, these women came over to smoke weed and probably have sex with us. They are not trying to hit no Cassidy freestyle. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine trying to set the mood? And next thing you know, stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. Whoa, oh, that's how rough riders roll. Stop, snitches wanna cry, snitches wanna die. These niggas wanna why. All I feel is pain, all I feel is brain. I cannot maintain with patterns on my brain. I revolt the violence, my killers move in silence. Like, whoo, what? You want it, come and get it. Damn right, we did it. Like, nah, nah, you gotta, you gotta play, you gotta, man, please, don't, don't do that. Nah, I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna help y'all young people out. That February playlist is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be, what the, what the, the get the draws, dog, what the, what Tommy used to say, get the, I'm gonna get them draws, dog. I'm gonna have to help y'all out, cause I, I, I refuse to believe that y'all out here playing casting freestyles. Cassidy and I pushed them pies and I kissed them girls. <laughs> if you try me, get body brown, clown. I put, the, I put your chin to the side like Bobby Brown. Like that's Cassidy freestyles, by the way. That's 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 not me freestyling. That's Cassidy, by the way. <laughs> I getting loot. I got so many guns. I got some. I don't get to shoot. Oh, you ain't get the scoop. Like what the fuck? I'm pretty sure her. I'm pretty sure if she was wet, that shit got dropped real quick. <laughs> oh man. Okay, we we done beat around the bush. We'll talk about the cool next week. We'll talk about the cool next week because we don't beat around the bush long enough. Okay. So today, 
Shout out to Talise. Get better, Talise. Because I wanted to have Talise on the episode just for this. But she's sick and, you know, she can get better. So today, the news has came down that Joseph Button has been released from Everyday Struggle. Now, for everybody unfamiliar with this, what Everyday Struggle is, Everyday Struggle is a internet show that Complex did where it was a daily hip-hop show where they cover everything that was going into hip-hop. The fuckery, the non-fuckery, the intellectual, everything. That's I learned from Everyday Struggle, I learned about Prince wanting to do what Taylor Swift is doing now. You know what Taylor Swift is doing now with her, t- with her ticket sales? Well, I mean, with her album sales? Each album, each, 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 each concert ticket purchase comes, each concert tickets purchase counts as the album purchase. Really? Yeah. And that's something that, that's, that's something that Prince wanted to do back in the day, but they wouldn't allow him to do because it, I, I understand what you're saying. Like when you come to a concert, you come to a concert and you're basically hearing the album anyway. So you kind of just pay for the album. So he think it should count as an album, as a, as an album sold. Like a right. ticket, like a ticket, like you pay more than ten dollars. So album costs ten dollars, you know. So that's what he wanted to do. To, to like, just, you know, you know, the powers that be would let him do it, so they didn't count it. So Taylor Swift is doing the same exact thing. They let him count it. So that's why I learned about that. I le- like J- Joe Budden. So this is a show with it's, it has Joe Budden, DJ Academics, and the desk. I'm about to go off. Or I'm trying to. I'm trying to build up to the go off. Now. <clears throat> The show was a the show was created by Joe Budden, and I guess he sold it to Complex. You know, he gave it to Complex's platform. You know, basically sold it. There was in the partnership. It was originally going to have Elliot Wilson from Rap Radar, Double XL, Young. You know, Double XL, the editor. He used to be the editor of Double XL, Young Nigga. If y'all ever read Double XL, y'all know about Young Nigga. I used to buy I used to buy Double XL just to read what Young Nigga got to say or Yellow Nigga, whatever he. That, that was that was it. Mind you, that was his moniker in the book. In the magazine, in the front of the page, the editor notes we used to end with young nigga. YN. Young nigga. That was the most amazing thing to me. Was that you was able you was writing your, you you actually your monica. He used to talk mad shit. Like Ellie used like I think Ellie talked his shit. Now Ellie used to talk mad shit when he was younger. So anyway. So the news comes that they let him they're not gonna pick up his contract for for 2018. <clears throat> because he's a because he was first of all you're a vendor so like easier reads up so and what a vendor is is they're a part of the company but they're not but what their actions is not held they're not their actions is not held in regards to the company so let's say me and you work for complex and you're a vendor so if you come to complex and you just bug the fuck out somebody really can't go to hr about you because you don't really work for the company and the right. company can't get sued for your actions. Like you are your own man. Like if, if somebody, like if you go to work and you sexually assault somebody, they're suing you. They can't sue complex. They suing you. So you're directly, it's pretty, and it's pretty cheaper. It's cheap. It's cheap. I mean, it's not cheaper, but it's more, it's, you know, it's safer just in case or some bull. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they did like that. Anyway, they have to give you healthcare and shit like that. That's why, that's why most companies do it. That's why most companies do the vendor because they're not responsible for your healthcare. So anyway, that ain't what this is about. So Complex decided they didn't want to pick up this contract. Now I want to talk to Complex for a minute. I want Complex, to, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to say this really calm. I was going to do it yelling, you know, to honor Joe Button and all the yelling he does on his pot, all the yelling he does on Everyday Struggle. 
that he used to do. Now, Complex needs to understand w- one thing and one thing only. Not only is Joe the creator of the show, Joe Joe is the engine inside the Ferrari that the show is. Without an engine, your car doesn't go. Now, you can say that academics bring in great numbers on his media platform, but that's just that on his media platform where he's only talking for two to three minutes and it's about information that's already been laid out for him. When academics gets on everyday struggle, he, he literally, he does, he does literally as the name entails. He struggles every day. He can't hold a conversation. He's not articulate enough to express words that will fit in a sentence to become a question. He's, you know, he's lackluster. He's sloppy. He can't dress for shit. So he's sloppy looking on camera. He looks bad on camera, right? But you over, but you, but, but I overlooked that. And everybody else that watches the show overlooked that because he's lovable. At the end of the day, academics is lovable, right? He's lovable. Like, sure, he can't. Sure, he can barely put two sentences together. Sure, he dicks rise all the new rappers, right? He, he, you know, he'll, he'll. He, he, you know, he, 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 uh, he a fucking, they insult, the Migos was insulting him to his face, but you know, this is my favorite group. This is my favorite group. You know, they're making fun of you to your face and you like, this is my favorite group. They're giving you a shitty interview and you're still dick riding them. So sure, you're lovable. You're lovable. I can't pick on you. Like I, like I would never pick on academics. You know, you know, you're doing your thing. But as far as me wanting to watch an hour of you talking, no sorry, Bob. That's not something that's going to happen. You can't carry that show. When Joe Budden's not on that show, that shit is the most boringest dick riding show ever. They have a guest up there. And sure, you should, you should, you know, you sure you should be like, hey, you know, I love your music. If you actually love that music. But what this comes, what, what the show turns into is one, you'll go out there and say you love this, you love the artist's music. The art, the artist end up getting into a 20 minute argument with you. Every artist that goes on everyday struggle ends up sunning DJ academics in some way or another. And it be it, it's it's despicable. Like when Young Jeezy was up there, they embar- he embarrassed that man. So it's like, this is the show you want because nobody watches the Friday shows because Joe Budden's never on the Friday shows because the show originally was Monday through Thursday, so he was never on the Friday shows. <clears throat> as evident as the number shows, nobody was watching the Friday shows. I think they have one because we all know what it's going to be. It's going to be academics asking stupid ass questions, dick riding. You know, hey man, you know, I like when you wore that T-shirt that one time, man. What what? What kind of material was that? <laughs> Motherfuckers be saying stupid shit. Jeezy went on a damn show and said something along the lines of, well, you know, you can't really be criticizing these youngsters because they could be out here killing people. <clears throat> so that so they should be the excuse. So their terrible music should be excused all because the alternative is them being thugs in the street. When the real alternative should be them just getting fucking jobs and being held accountable in society. Is that what we're doing here? Because that's what I would have asked him. I'm like, so we shouldn't critique music on a music show simply because they simply because that's all they have. I'm if you put out a form of art, it is it is to be judged. I, I wrote a book. It is to be judged. This podcast is to be judged. If if so be. You can't say, oh, you can't judge me because you didn't live my life. No, motherfucker. Once you put it open for interpretation, it's out there. But anyway, so you mean to tell me that Complex sat there and thought, hey, we're going to take this fucking, we're going to take this person that's literally like watching paint dry. We're going to get rid of Joe, who's the fucking pusher of the show. Joe is the most energetic person on the show. Everybody watched it. You got supermodels watching the show. You got every athlete, every celebrity, every rapper, whatever, every... Everybody and their mama watched the show 
for Joe Budden. We don't watch it for Nadeska because Nadeska is the moderator. So Nadeska's job is just to keep the topics going. She does a great job of that. Shout out to her. We don't watch it cause, for academics because academics so damn stupid. Joe Budden telling academics, hey, don't be talking about exing texting on or some shit because that's some real street shit going on. You're going to get caught up in it because you're kind of low-key snitching. This motherfucker defend all the dumb shit that you just been told why you shouldn't do it. Even young Jesus told you you shouldn't do the street shit. But you keep on doing it. And then you wonder why people keep on pressing you. So that's who you leaving the damn show in the hands of? I want, I want Complex to understand that your relevancy now it's only because of Joe Button. Nobody watches Complex News. Life at Complex is just turned into one fuck show. Because I used to watch that. Now Life at Complex seems like one long ass advertisement for Google, for fucking Google Assistant. Tony's corny. Tony is corny as fuck on there now. Like he's been corny, but it's like it's getting cringeworthy. It's getting fuck. It's getting. It's getting. It's getting shit. So complex is becoming a shithole of an organization, and the only thing that was keeping you relevant was Joe Button in everyday struggle. Because out of bounds, if you want to call it spade a spade, that shit is trash. And I can tell that you was trying to make everyday struggle become what out of bounds is, which is you take the most polarizing person in the field and you try to tone them down. Because Gilbert Arenas, you know, you probably don't know who Gilbert Arenas is, but Gilbert Arenas is a pretty funny ass dude. Like he's this NBA player who used to play for the, the Washington Wizards. He won he was like a outlandish flamboyant type person. He like brought this man this man, him and Jarvis Crediton, like try to have a gun duel in the fucking in the that's how that's how that's how funny this how fucked up he is. He was roasting Jarvis so much that Jarvis decided he was gonna bring a gun to the locker room and shit that shit the fuck up. Yeah. And then Gilbert, but Gilbert, Gilbert, two steps ahead of you. Oh, I keep, I keep a couple in my locker. So what you want to do? So these motherfuckers about to have a duel in the damn, in the damn locker room. But so, and if you ever follow Gilbert on Instagram, he's funny as shit. I think he was talking about just to give you like an example. Iggy Azalea was talking about how she was at dinner and like her, and she was like, "It's crazy how small Hollywood is. You'll be at dinner at the most important dinner, and then one of your exes will walk into the restaurant, and then a newspaper try to say that you um that y'all trying that y'all trying to get back together." So Gilbert Arenas like screenshot it, posted on his Instagram. He was like, "Hey Nick, you know." You know, you 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 want to get a girl out your life? All I got to do is no. It was like because it was like I would never get back with an ex that went and had a whole baby on me behind my back, a whole human being. Then then um Gilbert Arenas retweeted like it wasn't a whole human being. It was it was just a baby. <laughs> he was like Nick. He was like Nick. You know what? It's cheaper. He's because you know Iggy and Nick was engaged. So he said, you know Nick, it is, child support is cheaper than alimony. So he's funny. He's funny. He was like, yo, he was like, you had a, he was like, he was like, hey, you rather pay the baby or you want to pay the woman? Cause you got to pay one. So it was funny. It was funny. You know, he was like, that's what he said. He was like, that's one way to get her out, out of your life. But if you watch the show out of bounds, he's not exuberant as he is. Like he's normally a wild at the mouth type person. It seems like they told him, hey, tone that shit down. Which is funny because I don't know why Gilbert Arenas would even do the show if he can't be wild. Because one time they was talking, the first show they was talking about, because I'm, I'm just going to fuck in right now. The first show they was talking about baseball. Now, mind you, Out of Bounds has two moderators. Both of them 
as good-hearted as they are, they're boring as fuck. They're both monotone. We don't give a fuck about you. We want to hear Gilbert Arenas talk, and we want to hear Mia Khalifa talk. Mia Khalifa is a former porn star, and Gilbert Arenas is the basketball player. So they're the, they're the stars of the show. They both have brass. They have brass comp. They have brass commentary. They give it straight to you out the mouth. Like, she's a former porn star or whatever, but you can tell she knows her sports. We can't never fucking hear what they say because the show is 30 minutes and they only do like 28 of the damn minutes. And then you got the two moderators who nobody knows of nor give a fuck of. And they always talking like, dude, we won't, we don't want to hear your opinions. We don't want to hear your analytics. We don't want to hear all this shit. It's not ESPN. How you gonna call yourself the most dangerous sports show when you, when you talk about the regular shit that ESPN talk about? I want to hear Gilbert talk about why niggas don't play baseball. Cause that's what he said one time. Cause like me and Khalif and like the other little Adam dude was talking about baseball and the two black dudes looking confused. He was like, you know, us niggas don't play baseball. Like, you know, oh, there's some funny shit. Like get the jokes off. Nobody give a fuck about your, yo, yo, opinion. Well, I think the Warriors, if they play this way, da, 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 da. I like, I like Gilbert. Gilbert, Gilbert be talking about shit. He be like, man, Alonzo Ball just can't fucking shoot. The nigga just can't shoot. You know, I want to hear something edgy and uncensored if you're the most dangerous sports show be the most dangerous let the two let the two stars talk you can have the moderators to keep the conversation going but when you watch that was the great thing about everyday struggle nadeska knew when to just shut up and let academics say something let academics go or let joe go she knew when to shut the fuck up when joe was talking she knew she knew when to be quiet. She knew how to do her job. She she would put her two cents in when it was valuable. She didn't go, hey, let me try to be the star of the show. The two moderators on Alabama be trying to be the star of the show. Well, the desk is gonna have to be the star of the show because she's gonna have to carry academics because academics is goddamn gonna break her back. Cause he's horrible. It was like it was like it was good. It, it was like when you're watching somebody that's horrible, but they have somebody that's good with them, so you so you um so you embrace it. It was like a, a check and balance system. Uh-huh. Like Joe would give you that that intelligence shit, and academics would just say something crazy. Every now and then, you know, every now and then, a broken clock is always right. So he'll have some moments where he's incredible. You're like, God damn! Like even Charlemagne had said on his show once. I don't know who listens to the listen to the brilliant innings, but he said on his show one time he was auditioning for people to be on Uncommon Sense, and one of the people he brought in was his homie academics and he said nah academics ain't really ready for this shit so even Charlemagne knew the academics ain't ready so academics is not going to be able to carry the buttload of this show now you got who kid on there this week and I out of protest and out of respect for Joe Budden because the creators got to stick together us creators create we got to stick together I'm never gonna watch fucking everyday struggle again unless he's on there if he's not on, if he's not brought back, I'm never going to watch it again because I would not allow for a corporation that has no artistic skills to come in and just still steal that man platform like that. Like I knew some shit was going down when Noah shot to Noah. Noah left because Noah was one of the co-creators, him and Joe Budden. Noah works at Complex, but Noah let Noah is leaving to go be the head of head of branding at Def Jam. Congratulations to him. You know, this is where he came from. This is his background. He's do music. You know, he's be music branding. So when he left, you knew some shit was going down because that's the champion in your corner. Right. So when you got the champion in your corner, now you're dealing with corporation because, you know, Mark Echo is not day-to-daying complex like it used to be way back in the day when i first fell in love with complex when it was this men's magazine that talked about fashion and nobody else really was talking about fashion when it came to the urban culture. 
Everybody else is really suits, really, really, you know, suits and button ups, which is something I wear too, but it was never this hip hop stylish type shit. So complex was that void. Complex over the years have become something sort of, of a fuck to give. They be doing everything. Complex does everything but fashion nowadays. And they're getting to the point where I don't even want to, I don't even want to hear about complex no more. Like they're trash. Like complex done became the trash. That, that, that they was, that they were used to be against. You know, like you be, you become the, sh- you become the machine that you once hated. Uh-huh. That's, that's basically what Complex did. Like they talk about some, we don't make, we don't make pop culture. We make culture pop. Like you got all this dumb shit. You moving backwards. I was giving y'all the compliments saying y'all was moving in the right direction by, you know, putting all your, you know, putting all your content online. Now you're trying to do a deal with Fusion? Who the fuck watches Fusion? Uh-huh. What channel is Fusion? I have no idea. I thought it was a drink when you said fusion. <laughs> right, fusion. Tell me about some on I think on like Saturday or Sun Fridays or what I ain't I ain't gonna say what day it come on, cause fuck who gives a fuck. But motherfucking fusion out here like y'all complex on some bullshit. Complex is moving backwards. So it's probably great that Joe got out with that Joe was able to get out when he did get out because I think this amplifies the podcast up more because a lot of people probably didn't know the podcast exists. But now if you didn't, now if you didn't know, you know that the Joe Button podcast exists and it's every, you know, they come out every Wednesday just like we come out every Wednesday, listen to both of ours. So now you're, cause I think they do 300,000. Now they're going to do even more because people used to split it. They used to watch Everyday Struggle or they'll watch the Joe Button podcast. Now you're going to watch, now you're just going to go check out the Joe Button podcast because Complex is on some fuck shit. It's, it's sad to see, and it's sad to see the company that you once loved become this. Cause that was my, that was my company. That was complex, man. Complex was the dream. Complex was the dream when I was young. It was the work at complex. But when I got older, I was like, you know what? Sometimes your idols become your rivals. Sometimes your idols break your heart. What J. Cole say? Hip hop was like Santa Claus because nobody believed no more. Mm. Complex was my Santa Claus. Cause goddamn, they breaking my heart with this stupid shit. Cause that's cause out of, like I said, out of bounds is horrible. Fucking oh man, complex is losing. Complex is losing their way. They sold, they sold a good chunk of it to Hershey, Verizon, the Verizon Hershey, not Hershey chocolate, but Hershey, the damn company, you know, the investment company or whatever. Verizon owns half of it. So I mean, not half, but I don't know how much Verizon owns, but Verizon owns a, you, y'all got to stop giving away the, y'all got to stop giving away things that are ours to people that don't understand it. What the fuck Verizon know about hip hop? They don't understand no passion. Y'all sold the company. Y'all sold the company. Y'all, man, it, everything can't be about the money, man. Exactly. Like you can't, you can't be about the money and you put your name next to it. So it, you can't be about the money and have your name next to it. You sold your, you sold your soul for a little piece of gold, man. Complex is, complex is shattering. And this. It's sad to see, it's sad to see something I once loved be so fucking despicable because what the fuck? Y'all really, y'all really got rid of the fucking ho- Y'all really got rid of the engine in the Ferrari. Now it ain't a Ferrari. Now it's just a nice looking, now it's just a nice looking show because I'm talking about the set. Now the show, now the show set just looks nice. Ain't nobody gonna wanna come on that shit. 
you probably get Chance the Rapper now. But about that, but then that's gonna be a horrible interview because Chance. No, I can tell like, you know, huh, you're, you're changing the game of hip hop. Oh my God. Whew. Like, you're my favorite. Oh, oh Lord, yes. Oh, I just, like, I'm, it, I'm giving him the same look that Joe Budden did on that interview that, with the Amigos. <laughs> he dropped the mic. We gotta drop the mic on Complex, man. Cause complex done royally fucked up. They have really fucked. This is like a grand fuck. This is like a fuck up beyond that. You can't, ain't no coming back. Only way you can come back. I said, ain't no coming back. It ain't no coming back. That goes, the only way you come, the only way you can come back is if you bring Joe back. Who, who kid tried to, who kid tried to, who kid tried to clean it up to some, oh, he on fraternity leave. Joe was like, yo. My child like three. Oh, also congratulations to Joe Button and Sin Santana on their brand new baby boy. Congratulations. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Complex been plotting to get rid of him. It was like when he had the baby, we just gonna let this nigga go. So, man, you know, congratulations to them. Complex done fucked up. Complex tried to take the Ferrari. Complex tried to take the engine out the Ferrari like, oh, I, I bet you Complex is like, you know what? We can do this without him. Look at our Friday episodes. We get all these big guests. Nobody give a fuck about these goddamn paper, these paperweight goddamn celebrities that won't answer no damn questions. This shit, everyday struggle gonna be whack as shit now. Ain't nobody watching that shit. A lot of, and a lot of people, these past two days, they've been watching, thinking Joe gonna come back. This one person was like, yo, can I get my, can I get my two views back? I got tricked. So nobody's gonna watch that shit, man. Nobody's gonna watch that shit. So I don't know what the fuck y'all gonna do now. But more power to you, cause you're gonna need it, cause I ain't I ain't checking for complex ever again. That's crazy. You can't you can't let you can't allow the creators to come in there and trust in you to trust in their vision when you the co- when you the when you the company that was supposed to be the company and then you fuck somebody over like that. Do you think that maybe they did that for uh, that whole net neutrality thing, um, selling it to Verizon and you know Hershey? Do I what? Do I think that has anything to do with it? Yeah. They sold. They sold that. To, they sold complex. Sold complex. Sold complex. Sold those shares to Verizon. Thirty-three percent of the shit, thirty percent of the company, the Verizon, has nothing to do with net neutrality. I don't even think net neutrality is going to make it as far as going into effect. And if it does, I don't think it's going to be as bad as people are portraying it to be because net neutrality is just something that was just invented in two thousand, you know, two thousand eight, you know, do two thousand eight, two thousand nine under like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten under the Obama administration. So it hasn't been around that long, like the internet. So. I don't think it's going to be as bad as people say it is. And even and even if it is, these companies are fucking themselves in the ass because none of us are going to pay for it. That's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, none of us are going to give these companies what they want if they try. Like AT&T has come out fully and said, we're not we're not going to charge you no more, no less, whether or not the bill get passed or if it doesn't. Now, if they keep that stance. Is one thing, but for them to come out and basically vocally say, "Hey, we're we're not going to do that," is is something to is something to be noble of because it's not going to work out in the favor. 
It's going to get, right. it, we have a checks and balances in America. And just because the FCC voted on it doesn't mean it's going to pass. It's going to get shot down. So I don't, I don't right. even think, I don't even, I don't even worry myself about that shit. About it, I was just saying, do you think it might have something to do with it? Because you know, they try to compare, you know, kind of like behind the scenes type thing. Nah. Uh, nah, I don't think it, I don't think it not, I don't think it's. Yo, they say Joe got fired. Maul from the Joe Button podcast said Joe got fired on his day off, just days after his son was born, through email, over the phone. God damn. Fuck them niggas, man. Like I said, I ain't never watching that damn show again. Talk, talk to people talk. Keep your head up. Ain't nobody gonna watch that bullshit no more, man. It's Joe Budden and no show. It's Joe Budden and no show. I ain't even gonna lie to you. This shit, I, I try to watch. Man, I'm gonna keep it a whole, I'm gonna keep it a whole hundred with y'all right now. I'm gonna keep it a whole ass hundred. And he gonna text me. And I'm like, man, I'm just keeping a whole ass hundred with you. Man, Hit Boy Don Kennedy was on um Everyday Struggle Friday episode. It was one without Joe. Man, I made it ten minutes into that shit. I was like, you know what? I fell asleep. I ain't never fall asleep on my computer every day of my damn life. I ain't even lying. I I don't what 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 Chris what um Chris Brown say or what is it, Chris Brown or Ray J that say no fat facts, no printer? That's no printer. I fell asleep on my fucking computer in my computer chair. Woke up, me and I was like, you know what? This shit is boring as fuck. So they can't, they can't hold no goddamn interviews. That Friday, the, the desk was cool. The desk can hold an interview, but you need that Joe energy. Cause people that watch the show, people that watch Everyday Struggle already don't like when it's guests on there anyway. So you're gonna take, so you're gonna take a show where people hate when it's guests and you can put more guests? <laughs> you better know your fucking audience. You better know your lane, man. Y'all motherfuckers, ain't no tweeting through this. Ain't no tweeting through this. Man. <laughs> Cause y'all motherfuckers, y'all playing fun term. Y'all playing, y'all playing. You motherfuckers, y'all. And they, and the funny thing is, they really think like they still gonna be popping. Y'all ain't about to be shit. I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch, I don't watch certain, I don't watch the everyday struggle account drop and drop like 10,000 fucking followers today. Damn. Views are, views are all the way down. That's loyalty right there. Cause nobody give a fuck, cause nobody fuck this show. They, one of the topics for the show today, because I'm going to look at, I'll, I'll keep on going back to the page to see, um, to see the, to see the view count, whether or not it goes down. Mm-hmm. One of the topics they talking about is bad Bobby. Somebody, she's not acting black. She just acting urban. Like what, like what kind of stupid shit is y'all talking about on the show now? That's the real reason they want to get rid of Joe Button. They want to get rid of Joe Button, but they can talk about fuck shit. They want to turn, they want to turn everyday struggle into academics little, little web show that he does where he talk about all the fuckery shit like, um, boot gang and all the other dumb shit that goes on. That's what they want to do. Cause they know Joe ain't gonna go for that show. Shit. Joe would have been like, what the fuck? Right. Cause he'll say that he'll be like, what? I'm not discussing that shit. Ain't no way hell I'm discussing. You, you think I'm about to talk about this bullshit? So that's the problem. They want to talk about fuck shit, so they had to get rid of they had to get rid of a real nigga. Mm-hmm. 
Hey. <laughs> Fuck out of here, you That's- clown. I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad all over again. I'm getting mad. Oh, look at Talise and um, is she in the um, the read the little read video with her little jacket on? <laughs> Yo, she. I w- I really wanted her to build this episode because she would have went the fuck off, man. I don't even think I went off properly. I'm like, okay. I don't know. I think I went off properly. I don't know. Y'all let me know if y'all want me to go in again. I go in again. I don't know. I'm just talking. I just know this show gonna be shit. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the Aquamagas. Fuck this shit. Whack ass show. Y'all, y'all pissing me off, man. It's, and this is, this is like, this is like when you watch, this is like when you watch your favorite TV show and they, this is like when they replaced the original Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince and try to act like everything was normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is like the Migos without Clavo. This is like when Beyonce left Destiny Child. Ain't no Destiny Child. It's just Child, please. <laughs> Ain't no goddamn Destiny Child without Beyonce. <laughs> this is like Escape trying to do shows without Candy. You can't just kick it. You can't kick off your shoes. You can't relax your feet. You can't party on down to the SKB. You can't kick it. Ain't no just kicking it. Uh, uh, uh. Man. Complex out here selling they, Complex selling they soul for a little piece of gold. Just for they can talk about bullshit. <laughs> Fuck them, man. They're trying to keep up with this generation. <laughs> and this generation ain't gonna watch that bullshit. Even the, even the young people like, yo, if Joe ain't on the show, I ain't watching. So you lose it all. Man, them views about to be struggle. Them about to be struggle views. And by the way, everybody, if you go to the video, if you click, if you go to the video, it auto plays. So you're giving them a view, even if you downvote it. So don't even go to the video period. Don't even downvote it. Just don't go to the videos so they don't get the view. Exactly. Fuck them. Struggle, struggle daily should be the show. And, and then I want to do, I want to do, I want to do academics know what the, what the, um, what the, that, that's the name of a Biggie song. Cause he named the show after a Biggie song. <laughs> fucking, fucking complex, man. Come, I mean, we'll give it, man, I thought complex was gonna be, man, fuck complex, man. Messing up my damn, messing up my damn day now. You either wake up, you know, 11 o'clock come, you go on Complex News, check out Everyday Struggle, get your day started off right. Man, they fucking, man, it's like, man, it's like, man, be listening to favorite podcast, podcast, be changing hosts, like, what the fuck? It's like the awkward minority when we tried to bring in other people while you was, while you was, um, trying to get your house, your house shit situated. When I was bringing in co-hosts, I'm like, "This is great and all, but it ain't it ain't the awkward minority." Shout out to shout out to Tamia. She was she was great, but she but but I still felt you know it was still was it was still was A, but it wasn't A plus. Nah. Get out of here, man! You can't be you can't be replacing the greatness that is, man. I, I, okay, whatever. I can, I can I can talk about this for an hour, so we're just gonna move on. 
Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show, the Aquamail. If you have any questions or if you are part of Complex and you would like to email me if I can properly tell you off, then feel free to email me at jvars at planetofthesandcoin.com. That is S-A-N-Q-U-O-N.com. Jvars is spelled J-A-V-R-I-S. Feel free to email me because I can tell you what your shows are going to fuck down. But anyway, or if you would like to email Lady Godiva, that is Kadir at the words by Lady G dot com. That is H. Put a G in front of that H. That is G H A D I R at words by Lady G dot com. What do we have today? All right. We have <laughs> I am mess. From days underscore and underscore days. Hey, awkward misfits. So I just moved to a new town and got a job, and I've been there for over a month. About a week ago, I don't know why boredom, but I decided to look up a bunch of my coworkers on social media. Bad decision. Some I liked, some I didn't. We apparently followed on of what I. Well, apparently, I followed one of my female co-workers on Facebook. I'm pretty indifferent about her. Well, I found out I followed her today because I overheard her and a couple other co-workers talking about it today, like I'm some kind of weirdo, and then the rest of the day, she acted like I'm obsessed with her. It's made things extremely awkward for me, and it's incredibly uh, annoying because, one, it was an accident. Two, I'm not romantically interested in this girl. She's not at all that great and, frankly, very bossy. I just want to be able to go to work and not feel like some kind of weirdo. Does anyone have any advice on how to handle this situation? (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like they're very young. And they just got the first job, I think. <laughs> you'll be, be surprised what old people do nowadays. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. Um. Well, well. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you because she's already thought, you know, she's on you friend requester, I guess. No, you can. This is something I didn't know. This is something I didn't know at the time. Uh-huh. But um, uh-huh. you actually, you actually can follow people on Facebook without them without be without being a friend. What? Yeah, I got like I got like two thousand people following me on Facebook. Uh, that's creepy. Exactly. So, but, and it's, and I mean, I guess it's less creepy for me because we are in the entertainment business. So you want to see what we're talking about. And I do have a public Facebook, but it's creepy to us. So it got to be creepy to a regular ass person like her for you to be following her. Why the hell are you following her? You was better. I think that's the creepy part is that she think 
you were trying to see what she's up to without letting her know that you know that, that without you thinking without her thinking you want to know what she's up to instead of just sending a simple friend request because all this could have been resolved you would send a simple friend request you gotta be creepy so these parts these parts are probably young because the follow part you could have just you could have just sent her a friend request and been done with this shit Oh man, that's creepy. So it's creepy. So what you need to do is unfollow her because what's you gonna come to you? Why did you unfollow me? I'm like, well, shit. When I was following you, because now you gotta play. Because now you gotta man up. You gotta you gotta grow some balls. I'm like, man. Well, I was just trying to get to know my coworkers. I I I followed you. I meant to send your friend request, but I thought that would be too formal. I wanted to see. You know, get a feel of the place first before I did the proper, you know, before I did the proper thing and sending you a friend request. So I wanted to follow you. Now, I'm sorry if me following you gave you some indication of me wanting to be romantically involved with you because honestly, I don't see you in that way. But again, again, I apologize if you thought me following you on Twitter, on Facebook was this such this big thing. That you need to go around and tell other people, but I want to apologize. You, you gotta make it feel bad. You gotta make it feel shitty. If you didn't catch on, you gotta make it feel shitty. You gotta be like, you know, I'm sorry, I was following you on Facebook. You gotta make it like you in the crazy person because you are, you are fucked up and you are kind of, you didn't mean it in the creepy way, but it comes off as creepy. So you gotta make it feel bad. Like I'm sorry, I was following you. I mean, gosh, totes my goats. <laughs> in the world <laughs> i'm just saying well, I'm, I'm glad you have advice for him <laughs> that's all i got stop following people first of all i don't I, first of all uh. where do where do people see who follow them <laughs> what in the world i forgot how to do it i think it, when you click on your friends and you click to the left of it be like following and i'm like whoa like two thousand people follow me like it probably more because i haven't looked in years i haven't looked in like a year Wow, this is so weird. <laughs> That's crazy. It is. But, I mean, you know, it was an accident. You know, things happen. Just, uh, like he said, you could kind of play it off. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to play it off like, man, you know. Or just don't leave, just unfollow her and don't say nothing. Yeah, true. So it could be like, oh, it was an accident. Yeah, nah, but then it looks like you're creeping. <laughs> we are so bad. I'm just giving you the real. You look like a creeper. You look like you out here creeping on her. <laughs> and now she's thinking you and you trying to get in her with mind you how conceited could you be that you think just because somebody followed you on Facebook that mean they're trying to get in your draws oh no oh man I hate I hate when co I heard when old co-workers just send me for motherfucking co-workers be send me friend requests like what you what you want <laughs> That's funny. Like, I don't even work there no more leave me alone All right, what we got next? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one. I've been constantly accused of cheating on my girlfriend on day 
Shoulda cheated, we say I was out with somebody else. Told me that you saw me with some. You want to go first? <clears throat> I feel like you did the right thing. You should just end it all together <laughs> because, quite frankly, she's not your wife, so you are not obligated to deal with her multiple personalities. Um, you're not her dad, so you are not obligated to deal with her multiple personalities, <laughs> and, uh, you need to stay away because her multiple personalities may take you out one day, like, literally, <laughs> um, because girls, girls can be a little psycho, and, uh, don't let their emotions get the best of them, so... From a woman, I'm telling you, you're doing yourself a favor by leaving her all together. Yeah. I should have cheated when you say I was out. Remember that song, remember Keisha Cole? I should have went oh. to the club. She broke it down. She was she took all the time she should have cheated. Yep. I had an ex like that. Not the not the should have cheated part. She um she's a confuse she's a confuse she's a confuse me. You gotta stop accusing me. She's accusing me of cheating on her all the time. Yeah, 
all the damn time. She once told me you so. She once told me that's the reason because that's this is what happens with these type of women. They get their friends who are just no good scalawags, ain't got no hair in the back. Uh-huh. And then they'll be like, yo, no, you know, they'll be telling you all the bullshit they man do. And then she'll be like, no, mine don't do nothing that. And they be like, well, because he's cheating on you. That's why he's so nice to you. Because that was my old, my old, old way back in the day, girlfriend used to think. Because I was so nice to her that obviously I was hiding something. Because who would be so nice? Who would be so nice to somebody to be this nice? You know, obviously, if they wasn't hiding something. So she just had this suspicion that I was cheating on her all the time. I was never cheating on her. I ain't never cheating on her. Man, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. Life is too short. This is so exhausting. First of all, Keisha Cole broke it. Keisha Cole told she said, first of all, let me say, you can't accuse me of all the things you know that you're guilty of. And I see that's easy for you to blame everything on me. If that's the case, I should have had my fun and do all the things you said I do. Boy, I can't continue to take this from you. Now, I'm going to tell you, she's saying you cheating because she cheating. Mm-hmm. You say I was out. You, I might as well cheat on you. As my, I might they are throwing away my love. And much you accuse me of clubbing, boy. She cheating. She cheating on you. That's why she's so damn gun ho about you being a cheater because she cheated. Sure. Now call her phone right now and play get your code. I should have cheated. <laughs> you gotta stop oh, accusing no. me. <laughs> I might as well have lied to you. Much of you accuse me of lying, I might as well have gone to the club. Oh, much of you accuse me of clubbing, I might as well have thrown away my love. I shouldn't cheat But you shouldn't cheat. Don't fuck. Actually, send that just to fuck with her. Okay, J- John Mayer said, pay the man his money. John Mayer, oh boy. John Mayer is on. Oh, fuck. That, uh, that reminds me. D Ray. D fucking Ray. You know who D Ray is, right? Not the comedian, the social activist. Even D Ray was like, yo, I didn't know Button left, left Everyday Struggle. Even D Ray. D Ray, like, yo, my nigga, my nigga gone. And then John Mayer just now was like, Pay the man his money. Hey. Everybody, complex. You know you fucked up, right? You know you fucked up, right? You know you fucked up, right? You know you fucked, babe. Complex, complex. You fresh off complex, kind. We was giving y'all props for complex, kind. I was giving y'all props, man. You know you fucked up, right? Also, congratulations to Mika, Mika, the Mindy Project. <laughs> I can't think of her last name anymore. Mindy, whatever her name, Mindy, whatever her last name is. I'm sorry, I forgot your last name. Shout out to her. Shout out to her for her. But she just she welcomes a new baby girl. And also, Ocean's Eight is coming out. Have you seen the trailer? No. Ocean Eight is going to have Sandra Bullock. Anne Hathaway, Rihanna, Meek, uh, Mindy, Mindy, fuck, I can't remember her last name, Mindy, 
It's going to have whole but man, it's going to be lit. Rihanna in there, she plays like a hacker. Her name is A-Ball. Sandra Bullock's like, yo, what's your real name? A-Ball. She's like, no, no, what's your real name? A-Ball. And then like, they, their plan is to rob the Met Gala. So they're like, they was talking about all this shit, right? They're looking at all the stuff and they're like, oh, you know, Taylor Swift's going to be there and Meek, Mindy's going to bother me all night. I don't know. I forgot her last name, but Mindy is like, yo, do we have to rob the Met Gala? Like, can we just go? It looks real nice. It's, Oceans 8 is going to be the, it's the female, it's the, it's in the same universe as Oceans 11, but it's like the females now. The females are doing some shit. The oh, females wow. are the crew. The food, they're getting the female crew together. You know, Sandra Bullock getting the female crew together. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see that shit. You got Rihanna. You got everybody in there. You got Aquafina in there. Y'all like, who the fuck is Aquafina? But y'all learn about her soon. But yeah, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see Oceans 8, man. I posted the trailer on PlanetOfSanCoin.com so y'all can go check it out on there. It's going to be amazing. Nice. But yeah, Complex, y'all fucked up, man. Y'all fucked up. John John Mayer, bro. John Mayer like, yo. I'm making... D-Ray is the cover art. D-Ray is the fucking cover art. Okay. D-Ray said... I ain't no button ain't on the show no more. Well, you got D right. We got social activists like, yo, I ain't gonna read. I ain't gonna watch that shit no more. <laughs> you got the social activists like, yo. Mm-hmm. Yo. Well, you have a social activist saying, you know, I'm not, you know, when you have a social activist being like, yo, what the fuck? Like, he took his time out to talk about Donald Trump. He took his time out of fighting for social justice to go. Yo, I didn't I didn't know button ain't on the show no more. <laughs> <laughs> we trying to feed you know D Ray is trying to get his inspiration daily to go out here and fight the injustices that is facing us black people. And y'all take that away from him. So now he has nothing to look forward to every day. Right. What in the fuck? Yeah, took away the justice. Injustice will be served. But on that note, we'd like to thank y'all for checking out the Icon Minority this week. Be sure to follow us on all social media, anywhere a podcast is available. And I didn't realize that button left everyday struggle. Good night. Good night. You fucked up, Complex. Fucked up real bad.